following podcast is a special presentation of Answers for Elders featuring Evergreen Washelli. And welcome to Answers for Elders Radio, everyone. We are here with our expert spotlight of the month, Mr. Dan White from Evergreen Washelli. And it's during Caregiver Month, it's kind of an interesting time, especially because a lot of us, especially that are caring for aging loved ones, obviously. We all go through the last stage, which is the grief and loss of our loved one. Um, and one of the things that we don't really na- may not think about, and of course, Dan, you're here to just kind of talk about this today, is, you know, what happens when a loved one passes for you? And how do you adjust? And I think one of the things that's so great about Evergreen Washelli, which Dan is here, welcome to the program. Well, thank you. Thanks for inviting me. You know, Dan... I'm so impressed. I had no idea that Evergreen Washelli does so many great things for family caregivers. And and so talking a little bit about you guys actually have a booklet that you provide to families and caregivers. Tell me a little bit about yeah. the booklet. Well, the, the book itself is actually called Answers to Your Questions. Mm-hmm. And it's really designed to be a funeral and a cremation guide okay. to kind of help people walk through all the things that need to be taken care of. Mm-hmm. And uh, the reason for that uh, is there there's so many decisions. And, Huge uh, decisions. You and I both know that people don't like to talk about dying and death. And so it's good to talk about those things while you're healthy mm-hmm. and be able to do that. Now, do you find, this is just a curiosity point okay. on my point. I know for my mom, she didn't want to talk about death and dying. What I'm noticing, though, is that younger senior, that 65, 75-year-old, they actually are starting to take those things into their own hands. Are you seeing more of that? Yes, we are. Actually, we are. And uh, what I'm seeing is that they are the generation that have recently lost their parents in their 80s or 90s. So they've actually had to go through that do everything, and uh, make those arrangements. Mm -hmm, But mm -hmm. now they're looking to their kids, and they don't want their kids to have to worry about taking care of them. You know, and that's what we see so often is now the, you know, the older baby boomer that, you know, that senior that, you know, is just either they've just turned 65, and they're they're saying, you know, what am I going to do with the rest of my life? I just went through it with my parents. I'm going to make sure, number one, I have a long-term care policy. I pre-planned my funeral expenses because I just went through it. I know how expensive it is. I want to make sure that everything's lined up. So that's really interesting that you're seeing kind of an upswing with that in your industry as well. We actually are. Uh, It's uh, very interesting. In the past, we didn't. Uh, Mm -hmm. Not as much unless we happen to contact them. But we have a lot of people who are now contacting us because... Whenever you go to a funeral, and as we all get older, and now you see other friends who have passed. Right. And in fact, I'm going to a funeral service on the 17th for a very dear friend uh, uh, of my wife that she knew for 17 years. And she just passed on her 58th birthday at home. Oh, my goodness. So you never know. No. So, but it does bring to light things that you want to get your own house in order. It really does. And when you think about, 
you know, there's so many decisions to make. You're absolutely right. I remember when I lost my mom and I didn't really know what she wanted. And I remember finally I got it out of her. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, She had a couple of martinis first, though, I have to say. (laughs) But we did, you know, we went out to dinner and we got a chance to talk about it. And and I was kind of surprised at some of the things that she told me because I didn't know that she preferred to be cremated over buried. I would have just assumed that she wanted to be buried. She yeah. didn't want that. And so that's interesting. It is very interesting with that. So back to the, the book. Right. The things that it has in there, it has things about death certificate, about dealing with Social Security, identity theft, mm-hmm. insurance, wow. power of attorneys, uh, banks and securities. So what the questions that it asks are, who has the right to decide for the loved one to make those final decisions. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What is the disposition and what are the options? Answering your question with cremation or burial. Right. Um, when is embalming necessary? That's Good point. The, you just kind of yeah. think that everybody gets embalmed, but maybe, maybe not. You don't have to. The only time that embalming is required, and it's not a funeral industry requirement. It's actually a Department of Health requirement when you're having a public viewing. When there are public oh. people that are around and coming to view the body. If it was just the immediate family, the embalming is not required because they are immediate family. Interesting. Yeah. Very so. interesting. See, these are things I don't know. I didn't know these things. <laughs> so well, there are lots. So, you know, when you're talking about families, and mm-hmm. obviously there's – I'm sure that people aren't always on the same page when they come to you. Is that right? No. They, they aren't always on the same page. Uh, and that's why we really are trying to encourage people to have that talk while they're healthy. Mm-hmm. Not when they're sick, not when they are uh, on hospice, because sometimes people don't know. They, they're not thinking necessarily clearly. Or they're and in denial. expressing their wishes. Or they, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. So we are talking so. with Mr. Dan White. And Dan, you are now a new... Um, you are in a new position with Washelli. You are the correct. community outreach manager. Is that correct? Correct. Correct. Mm-hmm. And what does that entail? What What is this new position? I know you were just in charge of Abbey View before. Correct. But now you're overseeing kind of the entire, you know, Evergreen Washelli operation, which gives you a lot more responsibility. It, it does. It gives us more responsibility to getting out and being involved in our communities mm-hmm. a, a lot more. Mm-hmm. So we have two different sides. We have the at need and that's when a, when someone's experienced a loved one who's right, passed. Right. They'll meet with a funeral director, and they'll meet with one of our family service counselors mm-hmm. to handle the cemetery portion. With the community outreach, we are going out and hopefully talking with people mm-hmm. who are in a healthy state right. and meeting with couples, meeting with individuals so that they can talk about what they really want for mm-hmm. their end-of-life celebrations and what things need to be cared for to prepare. And so that is a little bit uh, larger uh, oversee. It's a larger responsibility for sure. And then obviously, you know, we've talked about this before, that the average cost of a funeral um, doesn't like double every like few years, something like that. It's crazy. It does. Uh-huh. If you if you were to take a look, uh, Time Magazine did a study back in 1970, I believe. Don't hold me to the dates, but 
where they estimated that an average for a funeral and burial was approximately $3,000. Fast forward to where we are today, and it can be approaching $20,000. Oh, but my goodness. Fast forward to 2060, 2070, we're looking at close to over $100,000. So it does. And if somebody back in 1970 said to you, uh, Suzanne, you know, in, in 2018, a funeral is going to cost you between twenty dollars to $30,000, you'd go, you're crazy. Right. <laughs> but right. we all know what's happened with inflation since then right. now. I mean, look at what cars cost. Look what houses cost. And so yeah, it, it makes perfect sense. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So it really is a good investment to take care of it now because it does lock in your pricing at 2018 pricing. So even when we get to 2017, you're not paying anything else. But look at the financial burden that you've saved your children or your loved ones well, when exactly. that time does occur. And there's more inheritance for them, yeah. which there's, is well, great. Well, yeah, there's more inheritance for and them. And less stress. Also peace of mind, mm-hmm, knowing mm-hmm. what, what your wishes are. So. One of the things that I'm really amazed about is you have a caregiver award, and I had no idea about this. I was reading this in some of your materials. Fill me in on what that is. Well, what we do when when one of our at-need counselors and they meet with a funeral director, we will typically ask the family if this was expected, if their loved one was currently uh, receiving the care from a caregiver, and Mm -hmm. if they would like to nominate them for the Caregiver of the Month Award. Then we will review all those and then choose one. And then the family will be notified that their caregiver won. Then we will arrange to make a special presentation to the caregiver. And it's just not the certificate. They do get a certificate, but they also get a nice little uh, trophy uh, that's made out of uh, clear glass. And Mm -hmm. so they can Mm -hmm. see that, that they're the caregiver of the month. But then we also give them a $100 visa gift card. Wow. Yeah, that's pretty nice with one stipulation. And that stipulation is that they spend it on themselves. They have to do that. Oh, my goodness. Then we will take the caregiver of the months for the entire year and have them all come together. And then we will have a little presentation and we feed them and have everybody a chance to talk. Uh But then we draw for the caregiver of the, of the year award. And that typically is a $250 gift certificate for okay. them. Okay. What kind of stories do you hear about these families that you've given awards to? Uh, what about them? Yeah, like caregivers. Like, What kind of stories do you typically hear? We get a lot of stories from the families that say that uh, if it was Suzanne was great. And mm-hmm. she was there every day for my dad. Mm-hmm. And I would come in and... Dad would always just brag about the care that he was mm-hmm, getting, mm-hmm. and we just knew that we could trust trust right, her. Right, you know, with, and this with them. this could be a family member, it could be a paid caregiver, correct. it could be anybody. Yes, is that correct? Yep, and we have given some to family members. We've given some to the caregivers at adult family homes. We've uh-huh. given those at at places like Evergreen Hospice or, or right. Yes, or Provident. That is so incredible. So, Dan, how do we reach you? Uh, The easiest way to reach me is probably by my cell phone, 425-241-2853, or by email at dwhite at washelly.com. And we would definitely think that 
the caregivers out there would love to reach out to you. Talk to talk to your family a little bit about, you know, what are their you know, what are their expectations and set an appointment with Dan. Find out, you know, really if there's some things that you haven't covered in your family discussions. And, and Dan, ask for the book. Yes, and we'll ask the for book. the book. Absolutely. Dan, thank you again always and thanks for being our expert of the month this month on our in our newsletter, Sage Advice. All right. Thanks for having me. This has been a special presentation of Answers for Elders featuring Evergreen Washelli. For more information about Evergreen Washelli, their website is washelli.com. That's W-A-S-H-E-L-L-I.com. Hey everybody, Jared Sebesti, your host of Retire Repurposed. This podcast is dedicated to help people transition into fulfilling and purposeful retirements. Retirement is a big life change. In fact, the two most dangerous years of a person's life are the year they were born and the year they retire. Few people could just flip the switch from working a career 30 or 40 plus years retiring on Friday without methodical steps to living what we call a repurposed retirement. To listen now, search Retire Repurpose on your favorite podcast platform, Senior Resource, or Life Audio.